do for you? You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. lady from Food Network Star and the Culinary Renegade, and next to me is my longtime friend, Chef Clemenza Caserta, the Italian scallion from Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? How's it going out there? Got another Monday here. It's October already. Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah. everything's coming up, man. But you know what I noticed? That all these things are coming up on my page. We've been doing this for over three years. And we always think it's like two years, a year, or that's three years. It feels like just yesterday, Rob. Yeah. When you or I were down in the kitchen with the giant pig hanging above our head. <laughs> Where is that pig anyway? He's oh, over there. somewhere no. in the corner somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Right? And we hung up the pig. We dec- Rob, Rob actually decorated the back of his kitchen wall just to have a backdrop in the kitchen. Yeah. For well, the we, we, I videotaped yeah. that one, too. Yeah, we've grown. We've come a long way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, what's going on, my friend Clem? I don't want you smoking this puff cigar still. Nice. You give puff a little plug again? Yeah. I'm turning it to you. I'm smoking everything under the sun. Cigarettes, vape, uh, electronic cigars, anything. I smoke a joint? <laughs> and then it'll be the Clem show, because I'll be under the table cowering, picking up <laughs> The cigar is good, though. Yeah. Cigar. You know what it is? With the vapes, look, I, I, I still smoke cigarettes a little bit. But I like to I like to change off a little bit. Yeah. Like the same thing gets boring for me after a while. It's good for like driving and this sitting is, yeah. around the house and stuff like that. Well, you know. The only problem is with some of them, they smell so realistic, like what they are, like pancakes. I start smoking it, I'm smelling pancakes, then I get hungry. Yeah, you get hungry. So it kind of defeats the purpose a little. I know. I got watermelon bubblicious. I wish I could eat food over. that smelled like cigarettes. That way I wouldn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we weren't like that, we'd be golden. What was I watching the other day? Some lady made, oh, I was watching Damiano on uh, Halloween Baking Wars or whatever, and a woman made tobacco-flavored ice cream. Damiano should be coming like the Food Network slut. Yeah. He's on everything. Mm-hmm. Good for him. I like Damiano. Damiano's great people, man. Yeah, and uh, Trigay's on, she was just on the, the kitchen the other day. They welcomed her to Food Network and the whole yeah. line. And My man Jannard's doing some stuff. Someone's got to tell me what the hell fleek means. It's like five years old, and it means, like, the shit. You know, like, on fleek means, you know, okay. like, like your, your 
fucking Sunday gravy is on fleek. I've been on fleek for 45 years. I've never <laughs> been to fucking <laughs> Oh, God. Now you're just on a ton of meds. I'm fleek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I'm on arthritis medicine. <laughs> yeah. It took me off the fleek. Yeah, so uh, I'm fresh off the Woodbridge food truck festival this weekend, which we got killed by weather and the mall not promoting it and stuff like that. So it was a suck job. But you know what? You got to take your lumps. And so far, I've gotten a ton of them. Storms, hurricanes, heat waves, and now like just people being afraid to even show up. There's going to be some new natural disasters invented on the next mall food truck. Yeah, it's going to be like a different... snowy cane or something yeah. like that. <laughs> in, in April. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a thousand mile an hour winds with uh, hail no, that and snow. No, that snowy cane was on fleek, yo. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? I, the next one's going to be a sharknado. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I did that. Whatever. I'm just, thank thank the Lord I still have the school to go back to. Yeah, but you know what? The beginning is always rough. You iron out the fucking bums. You know, you figure out, wait, look, it's not an exact science. That's the shitty thing about a food truck. You're up against the weather. You're up against a lot of things. Traffic, weather, yeah. breakdowns, you know? Well, I'll tell you what, though. I do have the food ordering down. Like, I know exactly, even if there's going to be 10,000 people or whatever, I know exactly what to bring. Because yeah. there's only so much you can handle in a truck. If the line is so long, it's still going to take time and stuff to get out the food. And then... You know, if there's going to be 10,000 people at the event, if I get 10%, that's great. I know exactly what to what to yep. order, but, you know. But then again, I take all my leftovers or whatever I didn't sell, and I sell them in school. So, you know, you need, you know, wow. Well, this wine is pretty fucking good, I got to tell you. <laughs> so, you're telling me you know exactly how many bowls to bring. Yes. <laughs> <All right>. Two. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know. Now, will you sell any special Christmas balls? <laughs> Christmas balls. Well, my ball menu gets bigger and bigger every time. You know, like... Uh, I have noticed that, that your balls have been getting bigger. Yeah. I did notice that. <laughs> Last time I buy your truck, I did notice that the balls were getting bigger. Yeah. And the but, menu, too? Yeah, it's good. I'm you, the biggest seller of the bacon cheeseburger meatball. Now, what exactly is that? It's the five meatballs on a stick, and I dredge them in cheese sauce. And you put sprinkle. five balls on a stick? Yeah. Dude, I think I have a newfound love for you. <laughs> Five balls on a stick. I'm yeah. a big look. I'm a big fan of any kind of meat on a stick. Yeah. Like Anthony Bourdain and, and Andrew Zimmerman. That's one of their things. It's my thing. Meat yeah. on a stick. Fire meat on a stick. It's, I don't give a fuck. It's delicious. Right. Exactly. Because you, you walk around and eat. Five balls. On one ounce balls. One ounce balls. They're nice. Yeah. And I got the Asian. It's like a General Chow's. So you have Asian balls. I got Asian balls. They're tiny. Um, I have Italian balls. So you got the biggest skewer for the Italian balls. I do Swedish, Asian, cheese whiz. I do bacon cheeseburger, chili and cheese. I do buffalo with blue cheese dressing on the side. I got a barbecue. Nice. I also do like, you know, like the fat... Pothead guy, nachos and quesadillas and stuff like that. So you named that dish after me? Yeah. Okay. Clemchos. <laughs> but, you know, but I am celebrating today. It's National Bologna Day. Yes. Unbelievable. And it's National Good and Plenty Day. So 
you know, bologna is always one of my faves. So I'm going to uh, hit with a little homage to the bologna. Come on, what's happening here? I don't know what Oscar Mayer. Yeah. You know, that's the only way I remember how to spell baloney. Yeah, me too. It's Bologna. Yeah, because I used to think it was B-A-L-O-N-E-Y. Makes now, sense. Now, you do know that the Italians... The Bologna. Yes. You know this, right? The Italians didn't have Bologna. We believe the mortadella that the Americans stole right. and called Bologna. Well, the Germans. The, Italian, the Italians had mortadella, yes. and the Germans had... Bologna. Yeah. Bologna. Yeah. Bologna. Now, I will give the Germans their, their meat. You can't fuck with them with that. Yeah. I will, I will sausages and smoked meats. I, I never knew this before my stepmom had passed away. They do a lot of like super sod and smoked meat. They don't call it that, but it right. really is that. Mm-hmm. And some of that German smoked and cured meat, I, I, I hate yeah. to admit it. Well, all of Europe has fantastic sausages. Yeah. You know, because it's, I don't know, that, that was their thing. Because there's a lot of fresh farms out there and, you know, you got to use all the shit. So, okay. a lot of poor people over there. But still, you know what? That that that's the thing, though. We America to me is no longer the greatest country. It's a great country, but look, all these other countries and third world places and other they're eating better than we're eating. Yeah. We're eating all the processed fast food garbage. Mm-hmm. These people are going into the middle of the wilderness and hunting and foraging for their food and living off the land and eating beautiful stuff. Yeah. No preservative. I went to Poland for a week to visit my buddy. We would go to a butcher shop. The guy goes, you have to use this in a day because it would go bad in a day because there's no steroids. There's no, you know, all of that shit in it. There's no preservatives. Yeah. And it's good stuff, but. So now we didn't mention our guest. We right. Have... We have our guest. Yes. Yeah. We got Doan from, uh, Chef Doan from Martin Ulysses. Ulysses? Ulysses. It's Ulysses. Though. I didn't want, yeah. yeah. Martin U- Ulysses wine, Ulysses. and we're drinking it right now, which is why I was stumbling a little bit, but <laughs> it's some good stuff. Welcome now, aboard, though. I do like a sweet red wine. I got to say, what, what, what's the, what are we drinking here? Why don't you tell us <clears> what we're drinking? It's a Monte Pulciano di Abruzzo. There you so, go. From the Abruzzi region, so it's got a lot of fruit. Now, can you say that slow for the non-Italian people? <laughs> I'll put my hands I am Italian, but I just want to, you know. I That's clever. If he sat on his that. hands, he'd have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be kicking my feet. Monte Pulciano di Abruzzo. Exactly. From Abruzzi. Abruzzi. The water of Abruzzi. Those guys drink it like water over there every meal. It's just... Now, it is dry, but it has a nice... It does have a nice sweetness to it. It has a nice... has a nice aftertaste. Yeah. It does. Some wines suck the moisture out of my mouth. Yes. You know, when it's like a real dry one, it's like, "Mm, I need something to drink. Now, look, I'm not normally one of those people tell... There's a hint of juniper, but this is actually a little oaky. It definitely has a little oaky to it, if that makes any type of sense, but it is very floral to it. And I'm not a big red wine guy. I like white wine, but this is absolutely fantastic. You know what? I hate to say this is going to sound Italian ghetto. Throw in an ice cube and a shot of Coca-Cola, and it's fantastic. Oh, that makes every wine. That no, makes... no, no, no. Throw stick a knife in my heart. Oh, my God. Uh, growing, well, up, let me tell you. Yeah, growing up as kids, growing up as kids, we had a glass We had a glass of Coca-Cola. Philippine's got her own show on the side again. Yep, that's right. So, 
Growing well, yeah, up, we really have to get the glass cone of silence. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> but growing up as a kid, here's why I'm saying that. Growing up as a kid, we always drank Coca-Cola because that's all there really was growing up 30 years ago. You know, glass of Coke with ice. And when we got a little bit older, our parents wanted us to sleep. They would sneak a little red wine or put a little red wine in our Coke. And it's, believe it or not, is absolutely delicious. Yeah, my friend's grandparents used to drink that. If you haven't tried it, get yourself a glass of Coca-Cola, put in a shot of red wine in there, and it's friggin' fantastic. Huh. And you just, it's one of those things. Even We used to even fry bread. We used to get Italian bread and soak it in red wine, dip it in red wine, and then sprinkle some sugar and fry the bread in red wine. Yeah. And my mother would let us eat half of that. And at eight years old, ten years old, I was whacked on my half piece of bread. I was out like a light. <laughs> All the kids were in bed. That's how they got us to bed back then. Yeah. Well, that's, that's now, if, they do that, if they do that now, the house will be getting raided. Jail will be going on. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. But in Spain, they're like, they don't really do the sangria a lot. It's red wine and orange soda. Okay. And I delicious. can see that. I yeah. can absolutely see that. It's crazy. But, you know, I mean... But over in Europe and stuff, kids can drink early. Like, they let the kids drink wine. I think it's fantastic. I think See, here's, here's my philosophy on wine. Look, I don't care if it's $3 a bottle or $3,000 a bottle. If it's good, it's good. And yeah. I'll show you a $5 bottle of wine that's fantastic. I'll show you a $5,000 bottle of wine right. that's fantastic. It all depends on where it's come from, what's grown around it, how it's made, how it's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Again, this to me is is a fantastic item. I'm really liking this one. No, it's good. It's good. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, Don, uh, give us a little history about yeah. uh, Martin Ulysses. So the company was founded by a young lady whose mom immigrated from Italy back in the 50s. And the first wine she brought in was the wine her grandfather used to make for Christmas every year. Ah. And it's this one, but it's been aged in French oak for 18 months. So it's got a lot more tannins to it right, than this right. one does. But that's how she got started. So her cousins grow the grapes, and they make the wine at a local co-op. And so she's just trying to help her cousins sell wine. And of course, you know, now, do you, right. do you stomp on the grapes yourself? I mean, you're out there they're, they're, you they're stomping them right now. So I'm okay. not – during the harvest, it's, it's so busy and crazy over there. We typically go in the spring and not in the fall when they're doing the harvest and the bottling right. and stuff because they're now, cooking for cocoa puffs. So, I mean, I know you're Italian. We used to I used to make homemade wine back in the day. My grandparents, yeah. made, we made homemade Italian wine. <laughs> I even stomped on wine. Yeah. On grapes. She got to me to got the bottle. <laughs> they would let her in the corner and stuff on the wine while they were making it. What we did was we had a big, big, I mean, bag thing in the backyard. And we put uh, the tarp. Yeah. And then we took the grapes and put them in. And we got bags and put them on our feet. Bags and put them on our feet. And we stopped on the wine and we took chances. On the grapes. On the, on the grapes. <laughs> and we took chances. Yeah. And for about 15 minutes each, and then we'll get out for a little bit, and then we'll go back in again, and we out a ball. I'm sorry, but the Italians are the best wine makers. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's yeah. no, there's no, there's no question. There's some great Spanish wines and other wines, right. but when it comes down to it, the Italians are the best wine. Makers. Oh yeah, and the French think they do everything the best. No, but... no, I'm not a fan of many French things. No, yeah. French fries. I remember, and I remember as a kid. French kissing is about French thing. kissing, <laughs> French toast. What was that movie? French, French dressing. Yeah. French dressing. Mickey, the language yeah, of love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Better off dead. Better off dead. Thank you. I remember as a child drinking wine and then taking peach, cutting it in half and putting it in the wine and peach yeah, and peaches, wine. strawberry. Look, again, I think you can do anything with wine. Sangria. Look, most people will kill you to put in that. Look. I like an ice cube in my red wine. I'm sorry. I yeah. know that's a big ghetto, yeah. but I, I like it. Yeah. 
I get nasty with red wine and I giggle like a schoolgirl with white wine. Yeah, there's something about white wine. I mean, you're right. Something about white. I get sweaty with red wine. I sweat and yeah. then I yeah. get a headache with white wine, like while I'm drinking it. Yeah, but white wine is more. I, I don't know. I sweat out of my temples. Like I'll be sitting down with a nice steak I'm dinner and right stuff, and we're drinking. I'm like, oh god! Like I can feel it, like down my back. I'm like, wow! This my internal body temperature gets like red hot. Now let, let's get back to Don. We, okay. we, we we got all over the place again. We do this all the time. Which, I can't imagine so that. Now Marty Ulysses, <laughs> talk um, to us. Tell so, me. Um, I'm happy to be up here because we're introducing our wines to New York and New Jersey starting okay. November first. So we're um, everybody. We're yeah. Happy, happy to be up here and um. We've been very blessed. Um, I came on board with these guys three years ago. I sold my last restaurant, and I got tired of the dishwasher calling in sick and the steaks coming out the back door. And uh, Isn't know. it the greatest thing to get out of that restaurant? Oh, my God. It's best. I've liberated. I've lost 50 pounds. My blood yeah. pressure's down. Uh, and my daughter said, Dad, you don't have a real job anymore. You ride around, you drink wine with all your chef buddies, and you have to go mm-hmm. to Italy once a year. And I'm like, and the problem is what? You know, yeah. you yeah. can't beat this. Or way, way to make yeah. living. Yeah, you're still involved in it, but you don't have the headaches and yeah. the. Uh, I I don't miss it at all. Yeah, but uh, I still yeah, do. That's cool. Maybe one catering a month, and then I do cooking demos, and um, I do cooking videos for our newsletters, things like that. So awesome. I my hand in the kitchen. Yeah, right exactly. Yeah. Just, just the fun stuff. I pick and choose who and what, where and when, and it beats the hell out of being in there seven uh, days a week. Seven days a week. Uh, miserable. Know. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. Well, if you need. Two more guys to help you out doing demos. <laughs> I tell you what, this would make a great reduction, this wine. Right oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You throw that one on some medicine, you do like a juniper oh. berry and a reduction with this wine right You, you like the juniper berries I right do. now, yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah, because braising is my absolute favorite cooking method, oh. and this wine is a great braising wine. So Absolutely. You do lamb shanks. No, I, was just, I was just going to say that out of my mouth. You do some lamb shank with this man, forget it. Yeah. I'm going to go Italian, a little Asabuco. Asabuco. I'm a shank guy. I like the shanks. I love braising, like right. Don said. It's I think you're more as a bull guy. What? A bull guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but here's the thing. And I'll, I'll say this about braising and about cooking with wine. If you can't drink a glass of the wine that you're cooking with, don't cook with it. No. Don't cook with it. Don't buy that store-bought. Oh, the cooking wine is just wine. salt water. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's weird. You must drink the wine you cook with. Be able to have a glass of it, and that's what you cook with. Right. Yeah, when you braise, you're concentrating those flavors. And yeah, it gets worse. You get concentrated crap. Yeah. You start with the good wine, you get concentrated greatness and love in there. Uh, with it, and that's what you're looking for. I can't stand when I you know, fill in in some restaurants, and I'm like, where's the wine? They're like, up there. It's a plastic gallon jug. Of Restaurant Depot cooking wine, and I'm it's like, disgusting. dude, get me something else. Look, I'd rather do the wine in the box. I hate to say it, but there's some box wine nowadays that's not bad either. They're starting to, a lot right. of places starting to do box Especially wine. to cook with. I mean, you can you can have a glass of it, but to cook with, it's the good. You have it right on the top shelf, and you just put your pan. Look, I don't even like cooking with the Carlo Rossi. It's drinkable. It's not the best wine in the world, but for cooking, it's not terrible. At least you can sip it. You know, I think the low-end wine, but yeah. something like this, again, you do a braise. As a matter of fact, I may steal that wine if you go home and make a lamb shank. Now, I remember growing By up. By the way, like, we, got, we got pegged from Nexium. That's I mean, right. Nexium, yeah. if, if you have heartburn after your red wine, if we you have heartburn, you need skin dreams, you need But growing up, I don't know how I became a chef, because growing up, 
My mom really, like, she cooked, but everything was well done and stuff. And my father, she'd go, go get wine. My father would come out with a box of four gallons of Ernest and Julio Gallo, like those gallon things. And there was one holiday where they had, a, it was a giant bottle. It was like a fish coming out of the water filled with red yes. wine. Yes. I had and that everyone drank it. And I've never seen my old Aunt Mary started telling everyone to go fuck themselves. And I don't like you and go fuck yourself. And, that, and it was great. Yeah. But no one ever had like, ooh, but wine is getting in the last 10 to 15 years. People just like people got, think they know everything about food. People think they know yeah. everything about wine. And I love screwing them up and I'll give them the, the same wine in a glass and they, oh, this one's horrible. But this one is... <laughs> wine is very subjective. And, I, I, and again, I, I love, there was an episode of Penn and Teller Bullshit where they built this, this fancy restaurant, like a studio, and all these waiters and tuxes and this elaborate menu and there was a, I kid you not, there was a guy outside in a trailer with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and everything they bought was from the 99 cent store. And he said, oh, the tomatoes are from the region of San Marzano with the volcanic ashes. And his wine was flown in specially from Italy for you guys tonight. And it was made by two Italian monks that died and had this bottle reserved for years, and we're breaking it open tonight. Meanwhile, it was a $1.99 bottle of wine. Again, it all depends. Look, I'll show you a restaurant where you can get a sandwich for three bucks that'll blow away any, I'll put it up against anything. But you got someone in there that's making it with love. It's all a matter of the process, man. It's all a matter of what goes into it. Yeah. Uh, and these folks are just farmers. You were talking about how they eat over there. Last time I was there, we went up in the Apennines with a truffle dog and dug about five pounds of truffles. Mm-hmm. Came, oh. came back, went and got fresh eggs out of the hen house, oh. went and cut fresh asparagus out of his garden, fresh artichokes out of his garden, the olive oil he had pressed that year. How about you? And made the Take most a, amazing <laughs> meal. I said, you know, get a hundred dollars this in New York, and he said, but it's what we eat. This is the food of the land. Is what the land gives us, and that's what well. That's we the eat. one thing I will say about Martin Ulysses. Anybody I've ever spoke to from you guys is very passionate, and very into what they're doing, and very knowledgeable, and very look. You're not in it just to sell it to make money. You're in it for the love of it, for the experience. You live it, you breathe it, you love it. You know, and that's what makes a great company great. Yeah. You know, you can't, like, it's like these people that open up a restaurant, I have money, let me open up a restaurant, I know nothing about it, but from talking to you and, what's her name? Chrissy. You guys have passion and just knowledge, and we can sit on the phone for an hour and talk about wine and food and pair and go on forever, and it's just like, that's what makes it great. Um, that's what we love, because we have our own label, then we work with a couple of small wineries in Puglia, we've got one I'll try here with you in a minute, it's made by a young couple in their 30s literally in their basement. They aged it in concrete, just like their great-great-grandfather did. Right. And I think you're getting a little bit of their great-great-grandfather's love in every bottle. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just, it's phenomenal. It screams old-world Italy when you open a right. bottle of it. Well, that's the thing, too. You When you go and do it old school and you don't change it, and, again, it's just like a restaurant. I know a million restaurants that were great and, like, dingy and stuff. Once they expanded and did that, Right down, because you just lose the old world charm. Yeah, when I do consulting, everybody always wants to expand. But no, don't do it. The people like you the way you are. Right. You expand. You used to have a line out the door. Now you got another 25 tables. There's no line. Everybody goes, what's wrong? You right. have lines out the door. Now mm-hmm. there's not a line. When there's, well, they're right. in there, but the perception has changed. The food might be the same, but when the perception changes, you're right, done. Exactly. You're done. Now, how, now how much do they produce? Um, it 
we they make about ten thousand bottles this a year, so not very much. I mean, okay. And this one they only make about fifteen hundred bottles of a year. Oh, so, all right. So it's very very limited production. I like, I like this one. And yeah, that's she's drinking the old world one here. This old world oh, Primitivo. Oh, yeah, 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 old cup. world charm. But the Primitivo cousin of Zinfandel. You have a different cup, a cleaner cup. I don't have another cup with me, no. Come on, Clem, slum it. <laughs> Speaking of people that get all assy over wine, Clem just turned into one. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, give me a um, fun story. The picture on here. Um, the town's Joya de Cole is the name of the town. And in the 1500s, the barbarians were about to overrun the city or the town. And the matriarch gave the jewel off of her neck to the barbarians. So they spared that town and raped, pillaged, and plundered the next one. So Joya de Cole means jewel the neck. And that's uh, her picture on there because she saved the town back oh, 700 nice. years ago. So With a wooden spoon, she saved that's the town. Right. She <laughs> chased them out with a wooden spoon. And if you give an Italian woman a wooden spoon, she can do oh. some damage. Oh, Listen, yes. you give my mother or my grandmother, God rest her soul, a, a wooden spoon or a shoe, you ain't got a shot. <laughs> I'll put her up against the fucking machine gun. You ain't got a shot. Give me a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> what I would do to you. Uh, but one's fine. I mean, that's another big thing is you can go into these places now. It's like three of them on Staten Island where you can make your own wine. They bring the grapes in, and they have a big party, and everyone. But it's you don't stop them or nothing. They put them. They're crushing them for you, but you sit there and drink. You drink your last year's wine, and then, you know, you get X amount of bottles, and some of them's good, some of them are horrible, and you got to be like, yeah, this is real. My friend Mike Bianis' father made wine with his friends years ago, and I shit you not, we were teenagers, and we would drink and get shit faced on a bottle. It was like, it looked like pink lemonade with pulp in it. And it was like moonshine. And we're like, what the hell did you guys, is that a toenail in there? Yeah. Like, you really, that was gross. But we got shit faced as teenagers. Because, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't drink, yeah, anything. drink anything. But, uh, all right, well, we got a caller think- here. Let's see. Uh, hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Big and Beefy, John Surf. How are you, boys? Johnny Surf. Hey, What's up, pal? What's up? How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? How are you doing? Good, good. We got uh, Chef Doan from Martin Ulysses um, Wines. Well, you can't hear the caller? Chef, how are you? What's up? We talking wine or we talking bologna? Well, not bologna yet. We were uh, (laughs) talking wine right now. But I always have time to talk about bologna because I saw your – I was waiting for your response on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't want to get into bologna yet. We can talk about wine first. We can talk about bologna later if you want. It's up to you. Yeah. All right. Well, let me just check. They well, have. We know Johnny Surf likes the bologna. Surf, where you been, man? I miss you. <laughs> you. You don't call in. You don't come around. You, you got how many kids you got now? Seven. How many kids you up to? I'm up to eleven. Eleven teens right now. <laughs> how are the kids doing? For real. Two. 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 All right. How they do? Everything's Two. good. Everything's good, bro. Everything's good. How you doing? Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, you know, things are right. I heard you guys talking about the wine. Uh, one little thing to chime in with the wine. You're absolutely right about subjective. It's you can get, like Clement just said, a three dollar bottle of wine and serve it to a uh, sommelier, and they'll have no idea that it's three dollar yeah. bottle of wine. If you tell them that, like you said, it's a grape from Sonoma, and it was, it was, it was. Uh, Ripened in a in a virgin's vagina for three days. You know, if you tell them whatever they want to hear, you know, and, and they'll they'll 
they'll taste it according to what you tell them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I can taste yeah. a hint of fish in the grape. You know, like, it's, it's retarded. It's really it's absolutely it ridiculous. It must have been what like, the grapes you're eating. <laughs> Did any of you ever hear, which, by the way, they, they stole my name, Fat Bastard Chardonnay? There's a wine company called Fat Bastard. Have you ever heard of Wine Spectator? They're a 92 on the Wine Spectator. It's a six fucking bottle, bottle of wine, and it's rated one of the best fucking wines in the country. Because it's mayo in right, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheese made with cheese. <laughs> That's great. Oh, good God. That's great. So, stuff. Johnny, have you, I just hit, I was telling before about my Woodbridge uh, thing. It was like a taco fest, a worse taco fest. <laughs> oh, my God. You poor bastard. You got the worst oh, luck, man. I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because Johnny, Johnny and myself, we both did the taco festival. We prepped for like 10,000 people, and I think they had 1,000 people to 2,000 people tops in two days. Yeah, it was unbelievable. We sat around talking to each so, other and drinking for two days. There's nothing wrong with that uh, if you would have made some money. Right. Yeah, Me and crazy. my partner was $800 each. Yeah. $800 were in the hole for that fucking thing. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I know. Yeah, I, I lost... And, I lost probably around fourteen hundred yesterday. Why you were out there this weekend too? No, no, no. no, no I was talking about Taco Fest. The uh, Taco Fest. Oh, me and my partner yeah, lost eight hundred. This eight. was this made Taco Fest look like Woodstock. <laughs> oh my God, dude! Really? Was that bad? Oh my God! And there were some like guys that do these for years, like House of Cupcakes and you know the Soup Man and and uh, Dom's Mac and Cheese Truck. And they were like, oh my God. They were just pulling out and going to other events. So I was like, well, you know, I'm stuck here. I can't screw Lou over. But yeah. what happened? Know, was, what happened? It was just the weather, and it was beautiful Friday and Saturday, but the news was saying, you know, batting down the hatches, it's going to be 50-mile-an-hour winds and thunderstorms. And then the Woodbridge Mall itself didn't – they just put Fall Festival out there. And if you go to their website, it had the August dates on it. It was just like a, a shit show. People in the mall oh didn't even God. know about it. They didn't even know about it in the mall. Because like, people were like, screw this. I'm going to have my guy cook it. I'm going to go in the mall and warm up and stuff. And they were like telling waitresses. They're like, no, nah, I don't know. Why. They're like, look out the window right there. See all those trucks? It's a truck festival. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that's so terrible. How do they not promote it? I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, we got to get Serp in. We got to get, get you up to the studio again. Why are you getting up here, man? Um, let me see. We got to do like another cook we get to? Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, That'd be great. I'd do like a meatball off with Clemenza. You think his meatballs are good? I might have blown them out of the water. <laughs> Why'd you go cook a fucking wing? Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> That's all you got is the wings, you fat bastard. You're always talking about the wings. Enough. Why are you always talking about Jesus my Christ. <laughs> God, you build a million bridges and just suck one cock and they don't call you a bridge builder. <laughs> I know, right? This is bullshit. You suck one day. So this is terrible. I will, I, will, I will say this. I will give you some props right now because you did a very similar wing that I did at the Wing Fest, even though Mike came in second and yours didn't. But you did. Oh, no, Johnny had blue cheese stuff, Buffalo. Yeah, but he also did that Asian wing. Right? Yeah. Did you do that Asian yeah. wing? Fantastic. I did an eight, well, that was the, um, the one that, uh, yeah, the smaller one, yeah. The blue cheese yeah. stuff one I thought was pretty ingenious. Yeah, and the, the fucking the judge, the judges over there didn't even look at it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, yeah. And I will say, but, I think you got rooked on the fucking chili thing too with the pasta because that chili was phenomenal. 
Thank yeah, you. Yeah, with the Manhattan you. Special. Yeah, with coffee. the Manhattan Special in it. Yeah, that was right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Made that a little bit different too. I got hosed out of that one too. I can't win, bro. All these judges that judge my shit, I get screwed all the time. Right. I'm like Burmeister. Terrible. Yeah. Well, that's because you're not an Italian. You got to fucking, you got to be an Italian to win over here. You got Burmeister. I am half Italian. Who's going to pick either one of you guys? Meanwhile, I think you fried Clem's wings, and I had to watch a sauce while it was outside at the bar smoothing. I think you're right. Yeah, motherfucker. I think you're right. You're right. He's like, where's your sauce, Clem? It's over there in that bottle. Just pour it in a pan, heat it up, and dump those wings in when you're done. And the third place I'll winner, Clemenza Caserta. <laughs> I'll be over here drinking a beer, talking to girls. <laughs> <laughs> Son of oh, a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Unreal. actually, Unreal. I was talking to a couple of guys at this Woodbridge thing, and we're trying to come up with a uh, like a crab cake cook-off. Okay. There was a That's guy cool. that said, you know, world famous, whatever. I tasted it, it was good. Then the other guy goes, you know, I make good crab cakes. And I'm like, you know what? I don't brag about anything, but I do make a mean crab cake. And he goes, let's do something. So I was like, oh, we'll get a bunch of people together and pick a spot and everyone will make crab cakes and we'll do like a, another competition. Right. Oh, that'd be cool. Another charity thing. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So yeah. I get a charity involved, I could do that too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse fun. me. Burping up some uh, San Giovanni or something or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, I gotta go. I'm at work. I gotta. They're calling us out for dinner. <laughs> oh, you must be a fireman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why, why aren't you doing the cooking, man? Who's cooking? Someone else. Let's try for uh, let's try for next Monday to Monday after, boys. I definitely want to come out to the studio again. Sir, you come by right, cool. time, man. You know you always got an open invite with us, baby. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. Hopefully I'll see you guys later. Soon. All right, man. Later, later, brother. Bye. All right. I love Serp. Yeah, good guy, man. <laughs> love breaking his balls. Yeah. He's got two kids now, though, so he's not. I know. I he's know. Not the Serp of old. I know. He's not. He's really not. I missed the Motley Crue concert, Serp. Yeah. Right. Was the Motley Crue we went to you and I and him. Yeah. 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 He's crazy. But uh, all right. Well, I think that it's time. Sure. To get some, I gotta find it. Do we even I have get, any news today? I, I got some nice news. Yeah, we got some nice. Got news. some news here. CTO News with Big and Beefy. All right, so I got a little uh, info on Shaq. You know Shaquille O'Neal, right? One, well, I think he's one of the funniest guys in the world, Shaq. Did you ever see him in interviews and stuff oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, he does that comedy show thing, too. Oh, he's, he's funny. He's in movies and everything. Well, he is now the new He's the new owner of Krispy Kreme Donuts. He's a, a franchise owner, and he is just named the new spokesman for Krispy Kreme. Now, you don't see many Krispy Kreme commercials around anywhere, but he's going to start bringing them mainstream now. All right. So, but look at this guy. He's huge. And, you know, I would. I love Krispy Kreme donuts. I'll go there even more now that Shaq likes it. Here's my thing. There was a whole big thing with them. They came out like a powerhouse. People invested, made a ton of money, and they just faded away. Yeah, you know, know why? Because the store, the franchises that they were opening, the people weren't running them. Like, they didn't taste like Krispy Kreme donuts. They were kind of like uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Used to be great donuts. Now they're, they're horrible. Because they're all stale, because they ship them out to yeah. all these places. Yeah. They don't make them in the shop or anything. 
But so Shaq's the new spokesman, so check that out because uh, I would love to go to his store if he was in there. Oh, yeah. Like hanging out behind the counter, like taking <laughs> hey, take your order. <laughs> he can serve like the fifth person back in the line. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Donuts, yeah, boom. <laughs> and I know, and Clem would definitely ask him how many he could fit on his penis. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we can play ring plus. Yeah. So, um, who was this? Uh, the Thrillist.com came out with a what a Starbucks latte costs in 30 countries. Now, it's incredible because the cheapest one is in Rio. You would think it would be expensive and stuff in Rio. Everything's expensive over there, but it's a dollar forty-nine U.S. in Brazil, followed by Peru, Egypt, Philippines, Turkey. Let's pick a, a random. In Canada, it's three thirty-eight U.S. Unbelievable. Um, Ireland, three ninety-five. Madrid, Spain, four thirty-four. Tokyo, 458. I'm trying to find uh, the U.S. here, but it's crazy. Miami, USA, 508. Now, who do you think is the most expensive? I got to be honest with you. I'm a little drunk. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what a, a, a latte costs in 30 countries. Um, I would say maybe Russia. Uh, No. Russia, it's only four seventy four. Zurich, Switzerland is six ninety six. Okay, that's right. crazy. Mexico six oh nine. So, in other words, Starbucks is a rip off in everywhere but Rio. <laughs> you know, home of the butt implant. I, you know, I don't that. like Starbucks. They rape the Italians, rule ideas, and stole everything. Those rap bastards. <laughs> so, here's something interesting. And I'm going to try to get a picture. Oh, I had that. Post too. I had Facebook, that, yeah. the wine glass plug. If you can take a look at this, don't I'll show you on, on my phone. It's a cork that you stick it oh, to the bottle and the top of the, the wine so glass. Yeah, you can yeah, oh, yeah. just drink right out of the bottle. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It is, because this is one glass for me. So yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I know a couple of girls here on Staten Island, like uh, my girlfriend's friends and stuff, they have a giant, it looks like a fishbowl. And it's a, for one glass of wine. This way they can feel good when they're saying, I'm only having one glass. And it's a whole bottle. It's, it's awesome. Why can't they make a fork like that? That way they can only say, I'm having one piece of steak. <laughs> <laughs> they got them in Home Depot. It's right you can there. Get. And they're called <laughs> shovels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're called shovels. Uh, well, what's the first thing on your mind when you talk about Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> it should be a cereal, right? Yes. Girl Scout cookie cereal is finally going to be a thing, which is no. pretty cool. Yeah. No. Yep. There's only three seasons you should care about right now. Basketball season, Yeezy season, which I don't even know, and Girl Scout cookie what, what season. What season? Yeezy? I don't even know. What the fuck know. is a Yeezy? I don't know. But uh, General Mills, the company behind Cheerios and Cocoa Pops, confirmed to CBS that they are releasing a line of cereals nationwide in January. But didn't give out any more de- many more details. Wow! So um, they got their hands on some tantalizing photos of the cereal. The limited edition item will come in caramel crunch and thin mint flavors. Ooh. So I really want the Samoa though. Those are my with the coconut. I know you hate coconut, but that girl got ice cream. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, they have the chunks of it in there. And... How do I not know this? I'm a fat guy. I should know these things. I know. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. 
And there's one last thing on foodbeast.com is that the odds are the wasabi you're eating in a Japanese restaurant is a fake. Now, I'm going to take that a step further. I recently read somewhere that they're saying 70% of most sushi restaurants are fronts. That most of the fish you're getting, they're using different fishes or cheaper fishes. Because even like a spicy tuna roll, which is not really sushi, but it's more of an American style of sushi. Right. But who's to say that that's all tuna in there? You'll never know. No. Well, that's with mayo, with the freaking sriracha sauce, and it's mushed when down. You, when you put ranch dressing on sushi, it's yeah. it'd be a year right. long spot, you know? Yeah. Do they use mayo or mustard? It's mayo. Yeah. It's mayo. What's it? It's mayo, sriracha, and uh, sesame oil. Is that spicy yeah. mayo? I do love it though. Oh, me too. But <laughs> I mean, I've actually had real wasabi once at a food show, and it cleared out my brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because they sell the wasabi powder. Oh, yeah. That they mix with water. That's all it is. I had a, a now. What wasabi is an actual root. It's, a, it's horseradish, Japanese mm-hmm. horseradish. It look, yeah. it's, like, it's a root, and they grate it on yes. this, uh, they call it a shark skin grater, which it just bumps. It doesn't even go through. It just stays on there, and they slap it off, and that's it. They <laughs> slap it off. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to realize what you said. But I actually found out, you know Chinese mustard? Yes. The hot yellow mustard? That All that is is Coleman's mustard powder and water. Yep. Yeah. Quick and easy. Yep. I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) 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 But but the Italians invented Chinese mustard, (laughs) Clem. Yes. Well, I I kind of thought that because, but why is it so spicy then? Do you ever take mustard powder? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, but it's not that hot. I'm telling you, I think there's something else to it. I don't know. I'm going to Google it right now. How to make Chinese mustard. Take five Chinese guys and no. Here we um, go. Quarter cup dry mustard powder. Coleman's is good. Cold water. An eighth teaspoon of salad oil. Cover the mustard and let stand for an hour. Use immediately. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Look, I got to be wrong every once in a while. Not often. Bada bing. So, all right. Well, that's all on the news. All right. Well, again, before we get into our food fight, let's get back to Dome for a second. Talk yeah. a little bit more about... Uh, Martin Ulysses here, and uh, so what is, you guys are originally from where? Where is the company based on? Texas? Out of Corpus Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi, um, Texas, okay. And uh, stars at night are big and bright, cha 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 cha, deep in the heart of Texas. I love Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's another thing here, I love? <laughs> now, do you guys have a website or anything like that? I mean, oh, yeah, we go to martinulysses.com. Okay, it's M A R T I N U L I S S E. Yes. So mom's maiden name is Ulysses, and her married okay. name is Martin. So that's where the Martin Ulysses came from. Uh-huh. It's a tribute to her family. And uh, so there's lots of recipes out there. There's information on the wine. I do wine pairings. We do a, a newsletter every month. Um, you can text Love Wine to 22828, and you get on our mailing list. I do a little 60 second videos now. We used to do longer videos with those. 60 I saw some on YouTube. Go real fast. Yeah. Yeah. We do one of those each month and pair it up with our wines. And so um, it's a lot of fun. We did linguine with shrimp, just a classic olive oil, fresh basil, some fresh tomatoes, mm. you know. And just when everything is fresh like that, it always comes out oh, great. That's you know? great, yeah. And that's when so many people, it's so easy to go grab that jar of Prego off the shelf. And oh, then God. And you know what? I'm a, now I've cooked for over 25 years. 
I always have John sauce, but not for pasta. I need it for my English muffin pizza. <laughs> yeah. I happen to like John sauce on English muffin pizza too. It's the way I had it when I was a kid. Yeah. Because you can't waste it on pasta. No. I mean, not waste it. You can't it was disgrace your pasta with yeah. a John sauce. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, we always went out to the garden and had fresh <laughs> tomatoes or a good canned tomato, but there was always that jar of sauce. Like, what the hell do we do with this? And English muffin pizza. It was yeah. great. Well, <clears throat> for years, in the restaurant business, I always made my marinara with red with red wine. Then I saw an Alton Brown, the Good Eats, and he said, always use white wine with tomatoes because if something happens with the tomato and the acid from the white wine, and I've been doing that ever since, and it, I swear to God, it makes it taste better. Okay. It's something with the... Uh, the tannin and the whatever, and the, now, there's some reason behind it. But... Wine, but normally I don't do my marinara sauce with, with wine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I just not either tomatoes, basil, onion, no. but no wine of mine. So. Garlic. No, no, I was a I was a <laughs> German Irish kid left for dead by the yeah, other chef and like make marinara, <laughs> make this, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> I think I sort of put wine in it once. <laughs> <laughs> The Julia Child School, exactly one glass yeah. of red wine. <laughs> I love her. I love oh, absolutely. Her. You know what I've been dying to make, and I have never made it in my life, is Coco Vaughn. I've done it a couple times. And speaking of braising and stuff, I really want to get into that, because chicken's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can make balls of it and put them on a stick. Yeah. Mm. Coco Vaughn on a stick. Yeah. I could do chicken meatballs. <laughs> I'll give you a good chicken meatball recipe. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm a fan of uh, ground chicken, not ground turkey so much. but I do a chicken burger, no exaggeration, and I don't mean it to my own. It's probably one of the best burgers you'll ever eat. I'll put it up against anything. Privolone, Asiago, fresh parsley, a couple other things. <laughs> but it's just, I'm not a fan of the turkey burger anymore. It's, you always get that metallic-y, weird taste. If you do a chicken burger right, yeah, and you don't overcook it, it's yeah. still juicy. It doesn't have that aftertaste. It's not as bad as the beef for you. It's a little less fattening, a little more healthy. Well, it, fresh ground turkey is good. Absolutely. That pink, mechanically separated, oh, weird just, stuff that yeah. you get, it's like a paste. No. No, it's, it's, it's horrendous. Even if you want to try to make money off of it, it's horrendous. You know, I wouldn't even do that to anybody. No. They come in the big, giant tubes. Yeah, and it's like, like the it's foam like comes out of it when you defrost it. And it's stuff like toothpaste. And... You get a fucking toothbrush and brush your teeth. Yeah. Oh. Garbage right. in, garbage out. Oh, yeah. I mean, but then again, I'll still eat it because I'll eat anything. <laughs> yeah, but, my kid, I pretty much would eat it too if I was hungry. Yeah. Well, so I what I did mention, it was also Good and Plenty Day, National Good and Plenty Day. Okay. You know, once upon a time there was an engineer. Woohoo, choo choo, Charlie. Oh, was his name. <laughs> I had I had downloaded it, but it's still downloading. <laughs> anyway, so in homage to the good and plenty, I think we're going to do one. Oh, you have it on Charlie was his name, we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He's good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says, well, my good and plenty. Charlie says, really, 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 you know, I didn't even make commercials like they used to anymore. No. No way. 
All right. So there was no rap in that. I didn't get it. How can I buy it if there was no rap in that? Well, let's let's get into our. Why don't we get into our food fight? All right. Well, right before we do, since you're talking about old school commercials and then okay. I brought up rap and stuff, is a quick thing, and it has to deal with food. You had we had Barack Obama's. You know, final state dinner or whatever it was. With Mario Batali and everything. Yeah. Okay, yep, yep, yep. When Mario Batali did it. But he asked me to do it, but I was a little busy. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like to hear is that he took out all the old American standards, like Stars and Stripes Forever and stuff. He said, that's old, that's for old white people. And he had, he played Drake. And he went up there and did the the daddy dance, and he had Jay Z and stuff. He replaced everything with rap. So, see you later, pal. Yeah, you know, yeah. good riddance. All right, top five. <laughs> so, in homage to Good and Plenty, we're gonna do our top five favorite movie candy because you you know unless you go to CVS to get Good and Plenty's, you don't see them around except in the. Big All right, so I'm going to let Clem do his voice text. Yeah, so what are your top five favorite movie candies? And you can call us at 929-477. What help if I actually hit the cock? <laughs> <laughs> now you can tell this wine is good because I'm talking into a phone with absolutely nothing. So, again, we'll try that one more time. What are your top five favorite movie candies? Let us know right here or call us at 929-477-3328. And uh, we'll talk about it. I'm gonna, you want me to start out with mine? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go dots. And I'll tell you why I like dots. Because you can throw them at people. It's very <laughs> easy to throw at people. I do actually like dots. I got to go good and plenty. I'm gonna go. Not eat. many people like them because no, there's not many fans of black licorice. How about good and fruity? Mm. Good and fruity was the forgotten about good and plenty. I love yeah. good and fruity. Um, sometimes I even like to get good and fruity. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Too much wine. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna go even butterfingers, a little mini butterfingers. All right. Twizzlers. I gotta go Twizzlers. I would say popcorn, but that's not really candy. Right. Um, even lemon heads. Ooh. Box of lemon heads. Now, they nice. do have the new lemon heads. You ever see the chewy lemon heads or the chewy cherry lemon heads or the chewy cherry ones in the red yeah. box? With all the friggin' Cherry lemon. bombs. Aren't they cherry bombs? What are they called? They were cherry bombs back in the day. You had Alexander the Grape. Uh-huh. The Cherry Clan. Yeah. Cherry Clan. What was the apple one? The green apple one. There was a green apple one. I just five times. <laughs> the green apple. The green apple. What's the green apple? Uh, I don't know. Rainbow Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> right. You're just making shit up, right? No. Now. It was, <laughs> get on. Get on Google. Go on. Go on Google and see if there was a Johnny Appleseed candy. All right. I'll. I'll do it. All right. So you're done with yours? Yeah. All right, I'm going to do my quick one. I got it, yeah, good and plenties, but it's tied with Mike and Ike's. Ooh. As my, this lowest to highest. Remember Jujubees? Love Jujubees. Because I have Jujubees slash Dots. Dots were the chewy one, Jujubees were the, the uh, filling reparators, but they were good. Milk Duds slash Snowcaps. Johnny Apple Treats. Apple Treats. You said Johnny Apple Seeds. Oh, no, Apple... Apple head. Hey, but look right there. What does that say? Johnny Apple Treats. Yeah. 
Right. Right. So apple seeds. Right. So three glasses of wine later. Right. You know. So I love my milk duds. Oh yeah. Or snow caps. Uh, you know. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I got to renege on one of my yeah. snow caps. Got to get in there. Forget the butterfinger. I'm going snow caps. Yeah. Twizzlers number two. Okay. And my all-time fave is Reese's Pieces, only because I pour them in my popcorn. I hate Reese's Pieces. I don't oh, know. you got to put I it in the popcorn. I love Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup is one of my favorite candies of all time. But I just never got them. I never liked them. Oh, <laughs> I happen to have one. Wow. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I was going to say Raisinets, but I'm not a big fan of those, only if they're the only candy around. Um, Goobers are good. Chocolate peanuts. Yeah. Junior Mints. Ooh. Yeah. I like Junior Mints. And what kind of... Like brought them back to me. Did you ever see the Seinfeld that episode? Was that, when Kramer, Kramer is watching, yep. in there watching the operation, he drops a <laughs> drops a junior mint, the guy's wound. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean that does. When you look at that, and movie candy isn't movie candy anymore, really. It's like a giant box with about a handful of candy in it. Yeah. And then a lot of people go to the ninety-nine cent store and whatnot to buy it and sneak it in. But it's a big box with a bag inside of it with like 10 sweetest fish. And yeah. It just sucks. I got to say, the, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup actually goes great with this wine. It has, it's a, this is a great wine with anything chocolate. Yes, it is. Yeah. It, I, I, it just it hit me like a bolt of lightning. It, it was almost like, like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. It was that? almost yeah. like the Reese's Peanut Butter commercial where I just like a, the light bulb went off of my head. And I'm telling you, it pairs yeah. great with chocolate. Yeah, I'll drink a bowl. <laughs> it really chocolate. pairs great with chocolate. I like yeah. All right, let me try it with the Kit Kat. I'm going to eat a Kit Kat and try it. I took a little sip, and it's just something magical just happened oh, yeah. in my mouth. So I'm going to tell you my thought. I had a couple of girls tell me that, too, but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm gonna so let me and Sean take over the show again. I know. Let's see your top five. Come on. Because Philomena is a candy connoisseur. I will give it that. She's... No she eats a lot of candy, and she's kind of yeah. sore in the morning. She likes, um... <laughs> what do I like? Sean Cassidy dots. <laughs> Reese's Peanuts. Um, M&M's Peanuts. M&M, yeah, it's one of her favorite things. She likes, she, you like M&M's Peanuts? Um, peanuts. Oh, yeah, that's the game. <laughs> yeah, I love a good penis, Rob. <laughs> hey, you oh, said it. Um, you got to use yourself in the music. Licorice. You want it. Licorice, <laughs> it's it got to be chocolate licorice. Okay. Okay. Um, Ooh, chocolate Ligawish. Uh, I got to take that Ligawish. 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 Chocolate Suckatash. Laffy Taffy. Ooh, that's another good one. But chocolate, sorry. I don't even think there is a chocolate Laffy. Yeah, there, there is, is a chocolate, chocolate Laffy Taffy. Right. I don't know what movie theater you're going to. <laughs> then I like uh, Goose Gown with the. Charleston Chip. That's another good one. But the uh, frozen sugar, sugar, it's uh, any day now. Crystal meth shows crystal <laughs> meth for the movies. No, they, this, it's sugar, but it's crystallized rock sugar, rock candy, rock candy. Hey, hey, what theater are you going to? <laughs> She sit home and watch Sean Cassidy on TV and her mother made a rock candy. No, you know what I did? I went to the store, I bought candy, and I snuck it in. Yeah, that's the way to do it, though. It really is. I mean, How really? did you sneak it in? And it's on a stick. This candy smells a little funny. And I, and I do like I do like that popcorn. This rock candy tastes like shit. Yes, it does. Because you go to the movies, 
and you spend so much money on the ticket, and then you have to buy. The ticket isn't terrible. Nowadays, it's a little depends, pricey. It depends on where you go. Well, she goes to the expensive movie. It depends on where you go. If you go in Jersey, it's like. My movies are only a quarter. No. It's about a five-minute movie. At least I need this after five minutes. If you go to the freehold mall, it's 13 bucks. That's not terrible, but the problem is it's another twenty six dollars in candy. Exactly. That's why you got to sneak the candy. But I can't even sm- I can't smuggle in my own popcorn. Like I remember, like making microwave popcorn and sneak nuts. I need that movie popcorn, well, and I need that crap right. butter that comes on. Yeah, that is. And why don't they give me a big it. salt shaker? They give me those little packets. I need a lot of salt on the my popcorn. The only thing I like from the movie theater is their, is their popcorn because their their soda is watered down. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll sneak in. She comes in with too. a bottle of wine. She's got the two Italian guys stopping grapes in the front aisle. <laughs> she mules in stuff. She's there like, what are you doing with those M&Ms and a condom? I'm going to swallow them. You'll there see they're in the movie. You'll thank me. Wait, <laughs> condoms don't fit around the Pepsi bottle. It's a 16 ounce. <laughs> oh, good gravy. <laughs> I said it again. I'm, 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 being, I'm being nice tonight. But I I don't like bringing in it's, uh, the movie is w- worse eating candy you brought in I gotta I gotta spend the extra million dollars to but it, but if I have to have chocolate it's gotta be dark chocolate like the chocolate of oh, this boring cocksucker the homeless witnesses are more interesting the money chocolate or the money dollars it's gotta be dark chocolate or else I won't eat it I hate dark chocolate. You know, I hated it until recently. She got me into it, and I got to tell you, there's some dark it's chocolate. It's chalky. It's too chalky. No, no but try the dark chocolate-covered pomegranate. Yeah. Wow, those are delicious. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. But dark, dark chocolate on its own? Like, I hate when dark you go, I hate when I go trick-or-treating nowadays, and someone throws in that Hershey's special dark mini bar. Do you think that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate the, the special dark. It's fucking, I hate it. Yeah. What do you think of an idea? Why don't we all go trick or treat and let's just videotape this and see the reactions of people and put this on YouTube? Let's do it. Listen, Halloween's one of my favorite holidays, and I dress up and sit on my porch for hours, and I give more candy. You do that every night anyway. I know you get it. No, that's in my van. No, but and the the amount of adults I give candy to? It's crazy. Oh, my God. They're like coming up. Oh, this is my kid. Where's your kid? Yeah, they're like 20-year-old kids with... Knapsacks and they have Halloween. Yeah, they do their backpack or whatever. I'm like, no way, you gotta have the shoddy like pumpkin bag that's ripping or that the stupid plastic pumpkin that you can barely fit anything. I think Halloween's on a Monday. We might have, no. like, do the show live from the front porch. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Start throwing candy at people walking by. You don't want to do that around here. The projects are right down the street. Oh, yes, it is. So what? <laughs> it is a Monday. Give me a couple of glasses of this wine out. <laughs> yeah. And listen, we can actually come live to my town. We have over a thousand people to come to my town and trick Really? Yeah. What do you like, Halloween land? Yeah. We can actually celebrate my birthday. I live on the sixth floor in Pondville. I had three people last year. At one point, I swear to God, the third kid that came was like 9 o'clock at night. I was like, fuck it. I bumped the whole thing, $24 worth of candy right in the bag. I was like, here you go, kid. You just a lot. My neighbor spent $200 a year on candy. That's why I kids come my I I do buy a lot of candy. I run out, and then I go out and have Mary will go out and buy more. But I've picked up my father's way of when I was growing up, and he would answer the door. We'd always have, like, a pair of pantyhose over his face (laughs) or something weird. 
And when kids were like nasty, he'd go, here you go. And he put his arm in the bag and flicked the side of the bag. And he wouldn't put anything in. <laughs> <laughs> take two pieces out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that um, it's the 21st. We should actually celebrate my birthday because it's my birthday week. What you have to do with no head of a fort? <laughs> yeah, when is your birthday? Next Friday. What is, what's the day? The fourth. All right. I'm the 21st. Scorpios, unite. All right. We got a caller calling yeah, in. All right. This might be. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big M Beefy. I'm chewing the fat with two? What? Two? <laughs> What's going Chef, on, guys? With, with Chef Doan from Martin Ulysses Wine Company. If you know anybody oh out in the Jersey area, listen, if you know anybody out in Jersey area restaurants that need some wine, I let do. us know. I actually do, actually. And I know about San Giovese's. I know about the Super Tuscans. I know about so much of Italian wine. So I I majored actually in uh, simulae and, like, wine pairing. So I know so much about what Italian wine. So I can absolutely help them out with stuff in New Jersey. Totally. Because you, you guys won't shut up about, like, milk studs and fucking junior men. <laughs> That's what you got to worry about. Well, you know how this happens. We always have a guest and we get involved and then it just... And especially when they feed us booze. When yeah. we're drinking wine here. He's just giggling the whole way. He's like, yes, they got They fell for it. We're going to be passed out. He's going to rifle through our pockets and leave. It's good. I am telling you guys, like, when you get older, because, like, when you get older, guys, like, you think, okay, well, when I was younger, like, I can mix things up. It's cool. Like, but when you have your routine of, like, what you drink when you get off work, whatever, you're, like, you have your regular beer and, like, a couple shots, and you're, like, okay, cool. I know my limit. And then when someone throws in, like, something you don't drink for a while, you're, like, whoa. Oh, like, yeah, well, that's what's now. Red that's wine? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're, like, you're drinking with red wine, you're, like, holy Crap, I feel so fucking weird right now, but this is awesome. Why does my face feel funny? Jess, after this, I'll inbox you some info. There's an opportunity for us, you know, to make a little money or something and uh, get this wine awesome. out there. We can, you know? Awesome, awesome. Like, uh, no, dude, I'm still... I'm still cooking on, like, I, I told you guys last time, I did this, like, really fucking funky, like, wine pairing, champagne thing, and, like, now I'm, like, in the corporate world, but I'm still getting offers for doing cool shit, so, like, I am so up for anything, and you guys are just talking about doing something with the wine pairing with this wine, totally, dude, I am down, this is awesome, like, I love it, this is, like, my That'd jam. That'd be awesome. If you go to the yeah. website, it's martinulissi.com. There's a contact cool. button. Shoot me an email, and we'll start exactly. trading emails, and uh, we'll get you some wine somehow. Yeah. Chef Jess is from yeah, the season of Hell's Kitchen, Jess, 13? Pardon? 12. 12. Oh, dare you. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not in Frank Bellotti season. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Listen, you're lucky you weren't on season 10. I was supposed to be on Barrett's season, actually, and they they kind of bumped me to the uh, second season. But I was supposed to be on season ten, nine, actually. Dude, I was supposed I, to be on nine, but I had some issues I had to take care of. Uh-huh. <laughs> and unfortunately, yeah, well, I'm not, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I was supposed to be on the season that The Rock won. But he was an executive <laughs> chef already. No, it was. Kevin Hart and Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, Rock and Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> no, they... <laughs> 
say I went to the tryout and they're like, you're in, and they pushed me up to the next one. And then they're like, we already have an executive chef. Because back then they were, was he season like three or three, four yeah. or something? Yeah. I, listen, guys, I have to tell you, I know this is so off topic, so I want to talk about candy and I want to talk about bologna and I want to talk about my comment about all blue because all blue is gross. gross. But, like, I don't like health kits anymore. I can't. I can't do it. I just can't watch it. Yeah, it's not interesting. I don't know, but no, I like. I don't care if I miss it. You know what I, you know I, what I feel like back. it is when I try to watch it now. I feel like. Do you ever watch like Forty Eight Hours or something like that? And they do the reenactment. They're they're interviewing yeah. the real person and they show a really bad reenactment. I feel like yeah. it's in a reenactment when you guys were on it. It's all the same. Same. It spot. is. See, I, I'm not saying it's because it was my season, but I think season ten shot its load. That was it. That was the last. I, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, cause but, I didn't watch bad season because I was uh, doing bad things. But um, my season, when I was on, I was like, oh my god, it's so cool. My season was not great. Like, I mean, they said I made the season because my like my like fucking actress actress like crying exit. They're like, oh my god, like people were so like emotional. Ding, 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 we got a winner. Winner, winner. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, you you just made the fuss right there with your emotional like exit. So thank you, and we're bringing you back. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. But that yeah. really did. Did hurt, you want to talk but, about uh, my baloney? <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk about baloney. Totally. Oh, well, that's baloney that I got eliminated. But uh, other baloney. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that uh, I like. I totally miss Rob on TV. I think. Um, uh, God, I'm so deviating from your complete plan. But uh, I think that um, Rob should be in Damiano's place, and Damiano should not be doing what he's doing now. Even though he's handsome, doesn't doesn't mean anything. I think Clem should be like a rock star, and he is. And uh, anyone who's listening, please, just whatever they're doing, support them because they're amazing. Support Rob's food truck. I always try to do that on Facebook. Support these guys. These guys are freaking awesome. Yeah. Jess, we love you, Jess. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just think you guys are awesome. You guys are so rock star. But ask me stupid questions now, or get back to the deviated point, or get All back right, to the line because five. I'm sorry. <laughs> two national food days. Today is National Good and Plenty Day and National Bologna Day. But Good and Plenty. What are your top no. five favorite uh, movie candy? Like when you go to a movie. Do you yeah. smuggle it in, or do you actually buy it? Wait, I can't hear you. Philomena's crumpling a bag of potato chips. <laughs> my, my, wait. Dude, I got one more. My, dude. I forgot to add an eggplant parmesan. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I'm going to eat the eggplant parmesan with a block bag. You would have been with a giant red water. And bring a tray of lasagna. See everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I live right across the street from a movie theater in my town. Okay. So I have a movie theater right there. Right next to it is a CBS. Bad idea. Because they have the 99-cent, like, movie candy there that is totally smuggable. So I go there, and I get my milk duds. I sometimes feel like Mike and I love my Skittles, love my Starburst. Even though you have to unwrap them, and it's annoying during the movie, like, period, to hear the unwrapping, I love my Starburst. All right, new um, favorite, one of my new favorite candies. Whoppers, the, too, actually. The Starburst that aren't wrapped, and they're like chewy Starburst. Yes, I like them. Yes. At first, I hated them, and then they became madly addicting. I, I have to saw my feet off. I have to amputate my own feet. 
when yeah. I'm eating those. I'm like, I'm, I, every time I eat so much sugar, I feel like I have that diabetic nerve pain from the commercial. When you eat Skittles, do you taste the rainbow? Um, well, you know, I can't celebrate, like, the gay pride, like, parade when, like, I eat Skittles and taste the rainbow, but, like, I kind of, like, feel pretty good when I taste the rainbow. It's not, like, yeah, like the original super, Skittles, super, though. like, hey. Give me all these other but, shitty Skittles, like, that blue packet Skittles isn't that seven. good. They sell like the crazy at school. <laughs> and, like, all that shit. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not I a fan do, of like, I went to CVS today, and I looked at the, you know, the Halloween themes, things that are like the regular candy but they have like you know the whole aisle yeah oh my god so i was looking at the pumpkin like you know reese's pieces i was looking at all like the different like kind of flavor combinations and i'm looking at the mothers i'm like what do you buy to like make kids want to go to your house what would you think because you see, I don't know if you guys are like CVS or Walgreens, but like what mixed bag, because there's multiple, would you buy for kids to be like, holy shit, this, this house is like the fucking jam and jam? I think you just need to let Rob and I stand outside on the porch for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, like, what the kids really love are uh, the ones that have the actual size Reese's peanut butter cups. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, I hate the ones, and then. My favorite candy for Halloween that I buy and I don't give out is the multi-flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yes. Oh, awesome. God. Yes, Amazon I love that, too. Seven bucks a three-pound bag. We're weird. Guys, we're weird. Because kids don't like that. When I was young, no, I they don't. It. Now I love it. I love it. Like the yep. vanilla and like yeah, the, the cherry whatever. I was always bummed when I got like the pink Tootsie Rolls. Now they're fantastic. Yes. And the vanilla Jets. The I'll vanilla give, I'll give Jets is definitely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I love the Twizzlers because they're still How about what you get. Pez, no I like the palm peel. I don't know. It's hard to, to know now. There's so much shit candy that they throw in those combo packs, and they're tiny. You, I know. If they you get dots, there's three dots in How the box. How about Razzles? A little pack of Razzles. Love Razzles. No. You get two Razzles. Razzles. Get out of here. It ain't even enough You're to drink a little bit of gum. You know what? Wait, let's hold up one second. Don Don, what about you? What's your, what's your candy? Um, Junior Man's. Nobody's mentioned Whoppers yet, which I love. Ooh, yeah, the, ooh, ooh, yeah, the Whoppers. Yeah, the I like the Whoppers, milk man. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was about the Whoppers and Mall Candy. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the uh, Burger King Whoppers. I yeah. usually bring a bag of those. <laughs> All right, because I work for Shake Shack. Doesn't mean everything is a burger reference. <laughs> um, definitely milk duds. Milk duds, mm-hmm. right? Gotta have milk duds. Yeah, Peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's. Sugar Daddies. Sugar Daddies. That, that's oh, sugar, that's sugar Babies. There's a little, like, caramel jelly bean. Yeah. Really good. Jess, when you get a chance, accept Peggy's, Peggy Bright's friend request. She's with the wine people over here. She'll give you some oh, information. Definitely. No, definitely. So, I love to uh, do wine tasting. There's a place that I actually can do a pop-up with him if he's interested. That um, okay. If he wants to uh, collaborate, a uh, nice wine tasting. I've been doing that lately, so... Okay. Oh. All right. Well, now that we're talking about candy or chocolate, even, what candies do you think would pair well with with these wines? Like, you know, we we already said the Reese's peanut butter cup is good. Like, any anything with chocolate. 
Mm-hmm. The others get too sweet, and it's going to drown out the wine. But the yeah. chocolate really brings out the flavor of the wine. You know, be a great idea. Wine flavored chocolate. I think I just got some yet. You know those cherry cordials? Yeah. With the white cream, why not soak those cherries in wine and then stuff them inside the fucking chocolate candy? <laughs> Dude, that would be, that'd be good. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Because you get so much cherry what, in this first what, one. Yes, I'm yes. sorry, I missed oh, it. Yeah. What wines do you offer? I I, know, I heard the Sangiovese, but uh, I didn't hear the other ones. Do you have a Super Tuscan, or like what wines do you no, offer? No, we are I, central and we're central in southern Italy. So the first one we drank tonight was a Montepulciano. The second okay, one was a Primitivo. We have okay. a beautiful Negromaro. And most of these are varietals people never have heard of, but once you try them, this just can be amazing. Um, yeah. We have a Trebbiano is a, our white wine. That's the main white wine from Abruzzi. We have a beautiful okay. rosé of Montepulciano. Nice. Uh, right. Wow. And, and people say that, you know, rosé season's over, but for me, rosé is the perfect no, Thanksgiving wine. No, no, wine. no. It's gorgeous. It goes with turkey. That. It goes with ham. It goes with everything uh, you have for yes, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. And well, people, here on absolutely. Staten Island, everyone's favorite is white Vincent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you get white girl drunk on white Zinfandel. Everyone's like, "Hey, give me a white Zinfandel." Yeah. yeah. Take oh. a rosé and put a, a half pound of sugar in it, and you got white yeah. Zinfandel. I oh, worked yeah, for a good. guy when I first started in this business. I was like, you know, line cook, prep cook, or whatever. One of the owners was so cheap; he always ran out of everything. And when someone would ask for a white Zinfandel. He would get the two boxes. He'd get the box of red and the box of white and mix them together yep. in a caress. Shut up. Oh, my God. Oh. Now, Jeff, I, I will say this. I've tasted a lot of these wines in the past, and I'm telling you, you'll, you'll, you'll be impressed. No, I'm no, – because I don't drink a lot. Of, I, when, I do like wine, but I don't drink a lot because – It makes you hot and numb how, and weird. How yeah, like a lot of like the really, wine? It's like you ever have an unripe um, – Persimmon, yes, and it Shorty. sucks the living. That's how a lot of red ones. But uh, I've drank two so far today, and they They're are crisp. delicious. They're crisp, yeah, like oh. and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, awesome. My, yeah. That's there's, coming there's from no, a non-wine there's no buttery drink. like chablis or anything like that. It's like pretty much Christmas today. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all stuff. right, so there's no, like, buttery Chablis or, like, buttery, like, poly, poly, uh, Montrachet or anything like that. Wait, wait, they make wine with butter in it? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, I know, you inject into your veins. That's why they didn't invent it, because they don't want to kill you now. Yeah, don't call those butter popcorn when you drink them. Oh. Yeah. Since we're on that movie kick here. Ooh, that'd, oh, that'd, that'd be, be good. Like, a nice buttery Chardonnay with some popcorn that's from the movie theater. You'd be jamming there. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of like a little bit of whoppers with that kind of like buttery malt and like going into the Chardonnay, you'd be like, um, okay, I'm good. I'm it's gonna bring it's my like an alfredo. Away. You got a little butter, yeah. a little milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, please, can I help you? No, I'm I good. Think we should <laughs> put the cherry in the and stuff it inside a chocolate can. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the only thing I don't like. Like when when you go to a restaurant and they're like, oh well, tonight's dessert is like a poached pear and red wine. I don't want that. I don't like dessert. that either. And I've been told to make that. And I'm like, oddly oh. enough, oddly enough, I will say, a good poached pear. Now most of the poached pears that are made are made with shitty wine and done wrong, but a classic good poached pear. Right, but give that to me as an appetizer. I don't want that as dessert. Yeah. 
Totally agree. You know, um, like it's, it's all right. good, but it's that 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 you won. Yeah, yeah, but not for dessert. That did not that. end my meal. Just throw the fucking thing over my linguini with good. <laughs> <laughs> so do y'all have the theaters up here that are serving drinks now and wine? No, those are getting really big down in Texas, where you go in and they have waitresses that come out to you. Sit now, we do have a theater that serves food. It's in Jersey. Menlo Park yeah, or something Menlo like Park. that. I'm out there yeah. time. Yes, Menlo Park. But uh, there should be. I think we should bring back the driver. But Peg and them got to go soon. Let's get back to Don for a minute and let All him, right. uh, you know, tell us about Martin Ulysses again. We're in the, you know, the second half of the show. We just got like, a yeah, if, if somebody that's listening wants to get their hands on it, where can they? We won't start delivering until November 1st up here. And this is our first trip to even show the wines up here. So okay. I can't give you a list, but I will get it to Clem as soon as I... So uh, we got the premiere of Martin Ulysses right here in the studio. Yeah, you're you're the easy. first people to drink it. Yeah. I'm right. You actually wrote it Amazing. And I will be the first person to sell it. <laughs> I promise you. Reach out to every fucking body you know. Let's get this right out there. We can make some money. It's a great product. You'll fall in love with it, I'm telling you. This wine, can't I can't wait to taste that. That now, what, what's the average, like... Wow, you if, drank it all? Huh? Yeah. We drank this all? Yeah. You drank it all? Like, if, if, the what's, what's, what's the average cost of one of these bottles? <laughs> um, the first one in liquor store is going to be about 12 bucks, or about 12 bucks by the glass, probably. Wow. That one's going to be about 20 so, Would you mind if I took a picture of these and put them on online? Our sweet spot is 10 to 20 Would you mind if I post these online? Please do. Please do. Please do. We'll don't, do, don't do it near the full ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pretzel crumbs. That's a perfect picture. I'm friends with a that. lot of distributors, lots of distributors. Um, so I definitely can get you hooked up with people that can talk to you about distributing that do legal stuff. And like I said, what they said, um, you can link up on Facebook, and definitely I can make you a profit. Absolutely. Not Excellent. <laughs> That's what it's yeah. all about. So yeah, do you definitely. have our contact information? Yes. Okay. So I'll get your contact information from Clem and shoot you an email, and we'll we'll get in touch while I'm up here. I'm up here till Friday, so. Awesome. Nice. Perfect. Definitely. And, and uh, not for nothing, Doan is a graduate of CIA. So. He gave, if you weren't okay. listening earlier, he gave up the whole restaurant biz just yeah. to work for this wine company. He does his cool demos and stuff like that, and you guys see the smile on his face. <laughs> his hair is growing back since he <laughs> got out of the restaurant <laughs> business. Here's the thing. When you, got, when you got a guy that leaves the restaurant business to pursue something else in the restaurant business and believes in a product that much, you know it's got to be good. And you can see, look, from chef to chef and people in the restaurant business, you can see when someone exuberates with that passion and that that belief and that knowledge and that he's just like a giant, like he's bursting with it. Just like he's smiling, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, he's well, you like, know, you know, that's, that's, that's why I call yeah, it, I call it to you guys. <laughs> and because I, I know, I, I believe in you. And like, I guess, I, I, I said this already today, I love Clem, and I always wanted to meet him, and that's why I went to Hell's Kitchen, and I applied for it, so I was like, I want to meet Clem, and I did. I got to meet you, and now I'm talking to you now, and I've talked to you about an old time. I see Rob on television, I'm like, oh, my God, I met him, and he's so freaking awesome. And, like, actually, 
And like I am crying now because of the passion that you've shown towards me as someone that was so excited to meet both of you as hosts of this show. I am trying to do what you did for me that made me so happy was just to meet you and just to talk to you. Uh-huh. And well, you're a very entertaining person. I, I'm we gonna, love you here I'm going to sell this wine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now, now since you're on the line, oh, you're no. going to be involved in our food fight. Since it's National Bologna Day, when you have a nice bologna sandwich, do you like mayo or mustard on it? Oh, God. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, so... You know, and I put this up earlier on Facebook, and oddly enough, it's neck and neck. I thought mustard was going to kill it, because I'm a mayo guy. I love mayo, Miracle Whip, whatever. I like a little mustard on my bologna, but I have to smother it in mayo. I love mayo, sweet pickles, and potato chips on a bologna sandwich. Fried bologna, I like ketchup on it or butter, but I do love my mayo. How about you, Clem? I gotta go. Look, I love mayo on bologna, but I gotta go mustard. I would dip anything in mustard. Yeah. No, okay. This is not. This is. You guys. All right. I'm sorry. I I know that I'm really like decisive, but you guys have to tell me what bun or what uh, bread are you putting on? Are you doing less tomato onion? Are you doing pickle? And how many slices? And what are you slicing it on? All right, put it this what? way. A lot of people just, said just it's got to be Italian, brother. White bread, fresh white bread, mayo, yeah. sweet pickle slices, and potato chips. And you story. can put it on any way you want. What's your favorite way to eat bologna? Is it going to be with mayo or mustard? Italian no, bread, yes. Like no, you. No, white no, bread, no, no, no. I need to hear yours first. Mustard. I heard Rob's. I need to hear yours first because I want to know what kind of bread you want it on, how many pieces you want on, and what thickness you want to cut, and what are you topping? Well, back in the 80s when I was locked up, we got that bologna sandwich on yeah. <laughs> Beautifully, beautiful on the, on, on the top and a footprint on the other side. No, look, I need to do bologna in two ways. It's either got to be on white bread, or in with mustard, or in... in, in <laughs> And how, like, honestly, no, no, if you're looking at it and you pick it up, how many inches is it when you pick it up that you are satisfied? All right. You want me to tell you how many inches you want With bread, with bread included. Thin sliced bologna. If it's thick, it's got to be fried. Jess, if you pick up my bologna, it's about eight inches. Wow. For like for not fried. And that's folded. For fried. <laughs> and <then> folded. <laughs> oh, no, but it's thin Holy cut. Shit. Thin cut. No, it's like the mortadella, the extra round one with the fucking pistachio. Yeah. Clem is like mortadella. The nuts <laughs> are in it. <laughs> and he has a and body a lot in of there that out. nobody <laughs> can account for. <laughs> and... It's a she was asking about Tuscan. Let's, yeah, let's, let's say what this is. Sangiovese is, Jess, the Sangiovese is absolutely fantastic. So it's 100% Sangiovese, but it's yeah. from Brutzi, not from Tuscany. So fantastic. it's a little bit different, but it comes out really, really nice. 
Yeah, it really does. And it's, I'm it's, getting lucky with Clemson. You are. Here's your Sunday um, meatball gravy it's sauce. Weird. Right it's almost. It's a Let little sweet, a little but it's, it's a little peppery. Oh, uh, here we go. No, 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 I'm not trying to, you know, but it is. You'll see what well, I mean. It's a, little, it, it's a little peppery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, I'm taking a step. I'm going to see if I can taste the pepperiness. All right, tell me I'm fucking crazy. I'm telling you it's a little peppery. No? All right, yeah. It's a little peppery. Yeah, you got it. It's got a little fire in it. It's a little peppery, but yet it's got a little hint of All right, so because this is a cooking show, and I'm an asshole, you tell whoever's watching or, listen, or watching, listening right now how you make bologna. Just tell us. Well, my bologna has a first. All right, bologna is a lot of it is made with beef. Some's made with pork, and you yes. just puree the hell. You get a bull chop and you puree the hell out of it. You season what it. What kind of with, pot though? We have to go. We have to go through this. Uh, I mean, <laughs> usually, you're doing a lot of shoulder. You do a lot of fatty shoulder. You grind the hell out okay. of it. The jowls, the jowls. Oh yeah, you're doing the jowls yeah. in there, man. Got the uh, what do they call the jowl bacon? The um, what do they call that machine? Uh, that, that chopper. Chop uh, no, there's another thing. It's it's a round the head. thing. The, it's it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a, a big blade. It's a emulsifier. Yeah, it's, right. um, I call it a bull chopper. No, there's a name for it. Mother, I used to use it all the fucking time. Bologna maker. I didn't mean to stump you. I didn't mean to stump you. <laughs> no, well, there's there's a that's lot of spices that's in it. it. That's in about two hours on the bologna. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> onion. They do onion powder, garlic powder, cumin. Um, paprika, salt, and uh, white pepper, a lot of them. But the thing is, they puree it. Then they put it in, like, either a casing or a plastic thing. They steam it, and then they smoke it. Well, no, they they don't put it in, like, a regular casing because it's, like, huge the way they they do bologna. So it has to be in some kind of plastic bag. A lot of them do edible casings. But some of them do like the plastic. Okay. It's like that. Um, we actually used to make it at Severoli at the company. It's like a it is like a plastic outer casing, yeah. and we used to cut it and peel it. There was no natural right. casing on it, and if gotcha. you could actually okay. push it yeah. apart without the thing, and some of them do the gotcha. edible casing. And if, right. if nobody really knows it, a hot dog is basically a bologna tube. Oh yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a small bologna. Yep, and All it's right. fantastic. Yeah. Salt yeah. powder, yeah. onion powder, so mayo or mustard. <laughs> no, yeah. no, so, no. So, uh, uh, bologna. I want a deep fried, really hardcore, almost like like, like a Taylor ham. You know, like a, yes, a really yes, like fried, hard fried fucking cooked. Yeah, like a hard cooked bologna on a like a griddle. Um, yes, probably three I like my deep. bologna hard too. Yeah, like totally like three deep. And like a little bit of lettuce to cut through that grease. Not, not that it's necessary. Just like you kind of like okay, this is fine. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'll, I'll do a nice no. thing of romaine lettuce on it. Yeah, but crunch. I like try this yeah. one. Forget that shredded lettuce. Do a shredded lettuce like on a bologna. And, and actually, yes, I love Freddy. I'm telling, I, 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 they look at me sideways at fucking Shake Shack when I say I want a double Shake Shack with fucking cheese and fucking shredded lettuce. They're like, well, it comes with like a, a leaf of lettuce. I'm like, no, I want shredded. I don't like that that's big fucking leaf. jersey. Only, 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 only
But anyway, back to your like baloney. I don't like ways. the leaf. I like the shredded. I don't like the leaf. I'm all about the shredded. Yeah. Um, I love, thank you, Clem. I, I, and they look at me sideways. I'm like, I want shredded. And they're like, what? Yes. I'm like, I yeah, want shredded. Shredded on any other sandwich is key. Because a lot yes. of them, you bite through it, and the whole piece of lettuce comes off. The, the yes. makes the mayo slide. It's an art to building it's a burger awful. as well. It's awful. It's totally awful. If you now, get, like, the meat, you're like, ugh. Jess, try this with the bologna. You, you cut it maybe about two to three inches thick. All right. Marinate it in a little barbecue sauce, right? Let it sit for a day. Then Your grill it. barbecue sauce or, like, what barbecue Whatever sauce? Whatever barbecue sauce you want. You grill it. Then you build okay. your sandwich. You melt a little cheese on it. Coleslaw. The cheese. Yeah, the Tennessee round steak, they call it. Which, what kind of cheese? Oh, go yellow American. Yellow American, through and through. Just yellow, yellow American. American, okay. Yeah. But I this used to sell a million of them. Right? I used to sell a million of them in a Chow Gourmet, my old, my old shop. And everyone's like, what's a Tennessee oh. round steak? Is this a steak sandwich? <laughs> I'm like, it's a grilled bologna steak. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's good stuff. I mean, no, people I love it. Because growing people up, I love it. I do a lot of bar food, stone food. It's, it's, you know, you got to be. That's well- what we go for. Well, Don probably knows that yeah. you can make the, the most elite food and and tiny and with, with intricate oh, places so where your garnishes on it. And then when you you're done with that, you I mean, like when I ask questions, question. yeah. Yeah. dude, when I ask questions I to you, it's like we're so like it's stupid questions that we already know. But it's like kind of to tell like the people that might be listening that don't know. It's like so stupid. Right. Food is Chefs stupid eat to me. Like crap. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid to make food. Like I and people say, oh my god, I can't. Well, at least, at least in no, it's stupid. <laughs> I think it's all around. You just get so sick of yeah. eating. And then we end up eating over a sink. Yeah, exactly. You eat over a sink, or you got your cutting board with your sandwich on the corner of it. Yeah. And I can solve your lettuce problem. You got to put a fried egg on top of the bologna. When you crack that yolk, it kind of glues the lettuce on it. Oh, my God, you're going to have a heart attack. Your heart attack is coming so soon. Now, here's (laughs) something me and my sister used to make as kids. My bologna. We would get bologna from the deli or whatever. You press it into a cupcake mold, crack an egg in it, and put cheese on top and bake it. Oh, oh my wow. God! We used to call them uh, baked bologna cups, and we. Uh, I did that with prosciutto. I used to take prosciutto, put it in a cupcake mold, but then I used to fill it with pasta, and then I would top it with white um, provolone, and it would actually look like a little. As opposed cupcake. to the yellow provolone that yes. everyone gets <laughs> all over the place. Crap, yes. crap, oh. yellow provolone slices. There is actually a yellow provolone. <laughs> is there? Yes, there is. Is it on your kitchen floor? Like, it, was, it once was white. Nope. It's in the very back corner of the fridge. It's been <laughs> yeah. there for Francesco a while. Francesco Bonavolta. It's still in the mustard. When Francesco Bonavolta got drunk when I peed in the provolone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we have Annette on the line. We 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 didn't pick up for Annette. Hi, Annette. What's up? Well, before we get to Annette. All right. All right. Annette, hold on. Annette, sorry. One second. We're going to get to you. Peggy and Doan's got to run. Oh, uh, Doan. Such a pleasure meeting you, hey, Chef. Thanks for having so me on, guys. You guys are amazing. Website again. Tell everybody the website again, martinulysses.com. Martinulysses.com. Go check it out. We'll be uh, yes, and we'll be I will accept your friendship. Oh. All right, excellent. Peggy, always yeah. a pleasure. Thank you for curing my heartburn with next year. Anybody listening <laughs> wants to do any wine tastings, got any restaurants that are interested, 
get a hold of Rob and myself or pay you a lot of money. No, I'm stealing him. I'm stealing him. Stop. (laughs) Get a hold of of anybody. We're going to be drinking wine. Yeah, we we got to push this over here. You know, we we got to do it. His family seems great. Right out of Abruzzi, Italy. Corpus Christi, Texas, and and now New Jersey. So we got to love it. They grow that. And I can translate. Salud, thank you for bringing the wine. It was absolute. You're welcome. Y'all enjoy? Yes, we will. We will. Salud. How's the white wine, though? I didn't taste the white wine. It's not chilled. It's great. I'll leave you a bottle. You can chill. All right, great. Yeah. All right, nice. Oh. If you don't have another car, which I know you do, you do. Right? Yeah, you have a car. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have fun. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Peggy. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Right, guys. Bye, Peggy. Yes. All right. Godspeed. Safe home, okay? All right. Great. <laughs> ah, such good people. I love their wife. Yes. You know, yeah, although I probably don't, didn't know what he was getting into when he yeah, got into the show. Yeah. <laughs> you saw a little, uh, look. Rob, that's all you. Oh, yeah. Excellent. All right. I'll let Mary be the judge of the wine, but thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, definitely. All right. All right. So sweet. All right. So let's get back to our food fight. She's still, Jess has still not told us if she likes mayo or mustard. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, you guys are killing me. Um, I don't it's like No, I want to like my ham, egg, and cheese because it's almost processed the same way. And bologna, like, totally on the griddle and really kind of well done. I want it stacked too high. And I want it with peanut butter, bacon, totally harder. Peanut that. butter, nice. <laughs> Nice, now yes. you're talking. Yes, yes, yes. With peanut butter, bacon, and um, a little bit of, like, no, I actually don't want actually lettuce because you talked about that. We don't need this anymore. And I just want a little bit of, I would say ketchup. I'm sorry. I totally need it, but I know, I know. Because um, after all that and the peanut butter, I want something kind of tangy. Like ketchup, so. All right, she still hasn't told us. That's why you should so, go with the uh, mayo. Power of Christ compels you. I know, I know. That the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. So if you but go I into a deli like, and I want like, 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 give me a bologna cheese sandwich. No. No, I want over sandwich. I would do all right. Here it comes. All right, all right, right. Here we're doing this. I want a bologna fucking Elvis sandwich with a little bacon, a little fucking banana, maybe a little. Okay, mayo. We'll say mayo. But I want a fucking Elvis sandwich. I walked in from Harry's land the other day and it tasted better than right, anything. Hold on, hold on. We got, it's getting like the view now. Everyone's, yep. Annette, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Annette. How are you? So sorry. <laughs> That's awful. 
No, I've just been sitting here grinning like the village idiot because y'all are funnier than a Marx Brothers comedy. This was great. Instant assholes. Add red wine. <laughs> well, it's then add mustard. Red wine. I'm smoking all the time cigarettes. <laughs> That's all right. As many days you've got me, the best. Smoke whatever you need, brother. Oh, God. You guys are All right, no. so Annette. Annette. What? Mustard or bologna? Mustard or bologna? Mustard or mayo? I know you're well, not on Facebook, but say it here. Give me some, oh, give me some good old <laughs> yellow. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh, Mike's got oh, it's a, if you hear a, woo, a whooshing sound, it's a fan that's right behind me. Hi, Ness. Hi, Ness. I'm Jessica. How can I help you? <laughs> Jess, take over the show. It's all you. It's now the Jess and Annette show. Yeah. What the oh, my God. You guys are right. No, good old yellow mustard, guys. Oh, Ooh. all right, all right. You know, I gotta say, I do like yellow. But I, I do you like that? Do you like double bologna or uh, Annette? Do you like double bologna or do you like um? How do you like the bologna? Wait, do you like a roll? Do you, do you like, like double bologna? <laughs> okay, so let's go double bologna on on what? Rye on dark, or white? What do you on like? Dark rye bread. Dark rye bread. Dark rye. Okay. <laughs> yellow mustard. I like the double bologna on a night that I'm just. Okay. Can't take it anymore. Now try this. Try this one. You take the bologna. <laughs> you and wine take the bologna. are awful, so stop it. I know. All right. <laughs> take the bologna, fry the bologna. Get yourself some rye bread, some white American cheese, and you make a no. fucking grilled, grilled, no. listen, grilled rye fucking that, bread, grilled no. bologna. All right, well, we agree? have another caller. Hold on, hold on. Uh, we got you, another caller. Hello, hello. What's up, 347? How's it going? Louie Louie. What's up, Roberto? What's <laughs> up, guys? Lou, how do you like your bologna? <laughs> how do I like my bologna? In a box. Whoa! <laughs> box. Why was I celebrated? I don't know why I was celebrated. I'm not really... You don't get it, do you? Well, anyway. You never belong in the box. That was great. Well, no, I don't want to, I mean, bologna in the box, I mean, bologna means to me that, like, you're full of shit. So, well, see if you can have a little more vanilla in your box. No, no. Bologna <laughs> full of shit is another hole. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Big boogie there. another box. I'm more of a mortadelle fan than a bologna. It's got extra snacks. Yeah, it's got that extra little chunk of lard and the pistachio. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Lou, do you like your mozzarella thinly sliced or thick? Thin, you got to get uh, I like it thin, but you can't get it thin because uh, the pistachio shoot out of the no, slice. Yeah, they do. Well, yeah, that is true. If you get it without the pistachio. They both got a point. It depends on who's like Because if you got, I go to Frank and Sal's and I get a paper thin, the pistachios are in there. Anywhere else I go, they're all over the fucking bag. And it's whole. It's like Swiss. Yeah, I'm fucking bucking behind the counter to hit me. All right. All right. So what's up, Louie, baby? How you doing? Not bad, not bad. 
What's going on? What do you got? The uh, so bologna's the topic. That's your topic today. Well, it's National Bologna Day. Yes. So we Fuck wanted to ask on a bologna sandwich. Do you like mayo or mustard on a bologna sandwich? Do not ask just that question. Whatever you do. <laughs> we still haven't gotten that out of it. Well, like a little piece of mayo. I'm more of a mayo with the mustard. I like. I mean, mayo with the bologna. I like mustard with the um, uh, like liverwurst or. I mean, I'll have it. It depends. Like, if you have yellow mustard with bologna, that's good. That's the only time I'll use yellow mustard. I would, I would start to say that before. I, I'm a definite spicy brown guy, but yellow mustard and bologna does really work. I like yellow mustard. It does. Yeah, yeah. Especially on the bologna. It doesn't have too much kick. Yeah, yeah. That's a ticket. Just don't stick no All right. Well, actually, because right now we're 32 with mustard versus... I got an Thirty with mayo, full with ketchup, and Chef Sean Quinn at ChefSeanQuinn.com. Like butter, it's actually good. It's that butter. I was gonna say it's actually really good with butter on a roll. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we got yeah. that in jail. All right, let's, let's go back to Clem's page because we haven't visited that in a while. <laughs> Holy shit, we got a shit ton of comments. <laughs> okay, wait, let me get to the comments. Yeah, because this, this, like, this is like the biggest one we've had so far. Yeah. It's not a finger. It's you not. You go up to when I moved it. Because you're clicking, you're punching the thing, you're clicking buttons. Because it doesn't know. Clem tries Everybody to see the screen where you can use your finger. Touch screen. Stop touching my bologna. Now, okay. did you ever have the um, the uh, halal beef bologna? Yes. Yes. That's really not that okay. bad. It's got flavor. Right, wait, wait, here we right, go, here we, here go. we go. It does. We got a plain, a mayo, ketchup, another ketchup, gross, barbecue sauce, mustard. No, no, never barbecue sauce. Never. Oh, sorry. Mayo, <laughs> <Go on. laughs> mustard, mustard. I'm, that's too long to read, so I'm not even going to fucking read it. Mustard. Golden's mustard. No. Yellow mustard. No. Mustard or horseradish so. mayo. So give them one each. All right. Give them one each. We got another booth. Sliced bread and a smear of mayo. Fried mustard and onions. Mustard, mustard. Ooh. Mustard. That's a good one. Fried onion. Um, All right. Another so mustard. listen to me. Listen to Wait, hold on, hold you on. You guys, now listen to me. You close your eyes and you taste what they're saying. You close your eyes for two seconds and taste what they're saying, and you say what you believe. Just do you really want me to? Do you really want me to do that? All right, let me try. Yes, let me try yes, the one with yes. horseradish mayo real quick. Yeah, I just blew up in my mouth. I don't like and that. And like, roll your tongue around your mouth. No, roll your tongue around your mouth. I swear to God, this is what I do. Roll your tongue around your mouth a little bit and be like, how does that taste? And then you come up with the fucking verdict of this taste. I used to have a girlfriend that did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we, I don't worry. Yeah. She was a taste testing, you dirty mind. What are you, what are you talking about? She used to roll I, I know, exactly. I, I know. Like My wine. mind's in the gutter. It's in the gutter. It's in the wine, gutter. Juices, <laughs> sauces, but things you, like that. You close your eyes and you think about anything you roll around in the mouth. Yeah, wait, wait, you roll yes, your tongue I'm closing my eyes and rolling my tongue around my mouth. What am I thinking about tasting? You 
All this talk about rolling, guess what I'm going to do? Baloney. God damn it, you guys. You know what I taste? Three different red wines. Oh, wait, I just knocked a piece of turkey loose out of my tooth. One day, yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving, yeah. 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 Before Thanksgiving, that was a piece of that bacon pizza you gave me the other day. <laughs> that was good, right? That's that was really I put on the Let griddle tell you. with sriracha and bacon. That. <laughs> oh, this was the first. This was the first time I I, I, I ate actually everybody's truck. Uh-huh. And the best thing I had was that bacon pizza. The best thing you had was Not the that food I else. for myself to eat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, everybody's eating that great. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love you. I love you. But these guys. I had leftover candy from St. Genevieve. These guys have to confirm the food fight of. What's better? And like they close their eyes and they taste the dust. Results. Results. Give us results. All right. So the results are in. Do we have the. It is. Mustard wins it. Mustard wins it. Mustard wins it by 43 to 36. Wow. Not bad. Five ketchup and a butter. And a partridge in a bed Yeah. And a chicken <laughs> and a bun and a tree. Ah. Oh, Let's all have some lunch. So, Rob, <laughs> like, before you close, I want you to promote your shot, uh, your uh, food truck. Because I, I, every time I come in, I know you hate, like, you never promote the food truck because it's all about the show. But tell us about what you have a point. Why are we talking about the wandering kitchen yeah. over here? Call it every yeah. Well, we're talking. We're going to be we were at Woodbridge this weekend. Unfortunately, yeah. where are you going to be next? Let me. Gail, what are you I don't know where I'm going to be. Why the hell not? <laughs> because he treats, he treats that food truck like a pregnant Italian father with a with an illegitimate daughter does. He don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. He don't acknowledge yeah, no. it. Well, I try well, to walk around as serving. much as tell possible. Me. Tell me why thing. I want. Oh, God. No, the thing is, I only do special, we only do food truck events. Our last one was Woodbridge this weekend. We talked about it last week. And then right. and coming up, yo, I'm not yo, sure. Yo, 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 Oh, my God. It's All right, stop doing it's it wine. for a second. It's wine. It's wine. Doing it for a second. Wow. Wait. It's just wine. It's the wine. <laughs> wow. But, uh, dude, okay, so Woodridge is, like, kind of your jammy jam. Where you go? No, no, Woodridge uh, was last weekend. Chef Lou ran the, uh... <laughs> Clem's drunk. He's thinking, he thinks he's yeah, enlarging photos in his Let me give everybody a visual of what's going on. Every device I own is touchscreen, including all my computers, except for the one I'm in the studio. I'm expecting a message from Facebook from Clem. Every time, I understand. I, I, I feel it coming. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, Jack. Every, every device I own is touchscreen, except for this laptop in the studio. And every Monday I come to the studio and touch the screen and try to make it move. This time I touched yeah. it and actually kept moving. 
I don't know what you're doing to Because you hit your buttons a thousand times. Oh my god. So anyway, we were talking about Woodbridge. Woodbridge would have been a great turnout, except we had bad weather. Everyone was afraid to come out. They thought it was going to be like fucking Wizard of Oz. And there was, what was the name of the people, Lou, now that you're on the phone? What was the name of the company? These four people, they didn't have a food truck. They set up tents. They were like carp tents. And Lou came oh. up. I pulled in. The one with the tent flew away. Yeah, I pulled up in, in, in the morning, and the thing was collapsed. And Lou was over there in his truck. He had to take a lot of the connections over the tarp and stuff because it was blown away. And he said it was Gilligan's Island, and it was. These people, for three days, were rebuilding their tent. What was the name of it? The name of the, the, name of the, uh, the that was, oh, <clears throat> I'm going to laugh hysterically when I say the name, too. So, the name was OK Bueno. <laughs> I did, because Actually, the part no that bueno. said no bueno got blown away. Had <laughs> one more cigarette. <laughs> you guys are falling apart so bad. Uh, I wasn't, I'm not laughing because this stuff got blown away. Red rum. Red rum. Red rum. Red it was a crazy scene then. It, 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 it was crazy. It was just, you know, bad weather. People afraid. It was beautiful Friday and Sunday, but people thought that the end of the world was coming, and they just didn't. And, and, to, lose, and to back up Lou, Woodbridge didn't help him out either. Woodbridge Mall right. screwed him. Right. Mm. That sucks, dude. Oh, that totally sucks. But I mean, it happens. Like, you know, that's part of the yeah. part of the business of that end. You know, you, that's just what it is. But you know what? Happens. No matter what, everyone else, whoever's bitching or whatever, the only ones laughing were me and Lou. Yeah. <laughs> because Mary was screaming at us that we're just two assholes. <laughs> right, and I, I don't mean we just giggle. I mean like we're two loud people. We were fucking busting guts over certain things. Especially when they blamed that guy, the cupcake guy was like, oh, you me down. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, you're looking at me like I did the tent. He's like, I think I think you did. I'm like, what? He's like, you got all the connectors in your pocket. No, I'm like, what happened was, was rolling down the street. you know how you, you, people get the 10 by 10 tent. These people had a makeshift harp on the top of these fence posts and stuff. And they tied everything to their grill, the table, the gas tanks. So, it, so one gust of wind blew his whole setup away oh every God. 20 minutes. He wouldn't listen to it. Yeah, he had oh, everything. Guy. He had one of those tents that were like, um, you know the carport, that overly top one? Yeah. And, um, you know, his thing was he tied it to everything. He tied the legs to the fence. The buffet table, his barbecue, and then you know kept on blowing, blowing. And one wind came. Maybe he should have tied it to his baloney. Everything. <laughs> no, but then everything. I go over to the guy. I'm like, listen, I have a ten by ten tent. You want it? He came over. Yes, yes, yes. I give it to him. He goes, Nah, I have four of these. I'm like, then why don't you put them up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was horrible. But he had good food. He had like authentic, really good. authentic Latin American food. Nice. But too bad it was, it was filled with rainwater. Too bad he didn't have a, an authentic Latin American truck. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a he's a tent guy. All right, so I mean, there's uh, there's so many things that happen in the food industry. So let's actually tell people instead of like specific situations. I I'm sorry, I'm so bossy, but like Jess, let's, let's take like, it over the show. Know, Welcome to I the Jess Vogel show. Go ahead, Jess. It's all I you know, baby. right? Exactly. Let's tell people what it's like to work in the food industry, and let's like kind of disclose them instead of like stories. Be like. This is what happens, and like you guys, if you think you can handle it, you uh, then fucking God bless you. If you well, want listen, to go this to is, school, as much as I love Jess, this is what I tell people, Jess. This is what I tell people. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, Chef Rob, my son wants to go to culinary school." I'm yes, like, "Let me talk exactly. to him." He brings him up. I'm like, "Don't do it." Don't do it. Yes, exactly. The worst life you. I would rather like they should. Now, I don't mind it because I did it all, and I wouldn't take it back because I loved the life. It was crazy. Exactly. I drank all the time. I had I partied yes. my ass off. Yes, yes. Me, 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 today me. Can't you are talking it. to me, and we are on an equal playing field. I am telling you yeah. equal, totally. Kids today <laughs> cannot handle it because, yes. you know, no. anything that happens, they run and tell their mother. So there will, there will be no restaurants in the future because the kid will come no. out of culinary school Work in a no. place and go, Mom, the chef slapped my ass. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. let's, let's sue them. Okay, well, then that place is closed. Ma, the other guy told me I was a pussy. Okay, well, you you, you know, whatever. Let's shut it down. Well, you are. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, we laugh and we joke because we've been kind of seasoned in this business. But you know what? We thought. Because the internet was taking over the travel industry of, like, you know, going on cruises, that the, the internet took it away from them. And so there's no travel agents anymore. And some, like, uh, the delivery stuff was taken away from people in the restaurant business. But I want to know your message of why you should get in the culinary business. Why you, should. Right, you should get into the culinary, culinary business if. You don't you want broke, a family. Your bus broke down on the way here from Guatemala, and you need money to get home. Right, right. If you, you don't want a family, you don't mind working the worst hours and holidays, if your only meals are standing up in the corner, and yep. if you want to really? drink your face off. Well, somewhere. Wait, wait. Now, yeah. Let me, let me <laughs> just well, well, most and you. Have to, all, you have to have oh, a passion for that, it. You do need a passion. Listen, well, most of that or all of that is true, I will say this. I've met some of the greatest people in the light in my life in the culinary industry. I've made a living out of it. I've always had a job <laughs> doing it, and I enjoyed it. Yes, it is nights, weekends, holidays. Well, take I, away I, from I, you'll I never go hungry. It's a great yeah. question to ask. You'll never go hungry. Like, why the fuck do you think that you can do this when everyone else says they can do it and they fail? Nowadays, like us, we're like fucking seasoned. But why the fuck would you, if anyone's listening and they're like, oh God, I love Rob from Walkingham because I'm going to be on TV someday. Oh God, Clum's on TV. Like, why the fuck? Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you why I did TV in the first place. I did TV yeah, exactly. to promote my business. I did TV right. to promote my business. That let, was let, it. Let me say this. Here's the thing. Yeah. Any job, look, any job you worked, there's always some camaraderie there. 
but more so than any other thing I've ever done in my life. When you work in a kitchen with a guy and you need anything, yeah. whether it's your backyard cleaned out, a party, any for some reason you need anything. I can go to any kitchen I've ever worked in and grab guys and get them to help me do fucking anything I've ever needed. Right. There's always that yeah. special it's kind a of bond. family. It's yeah. whoever you're working in a kitchen close quarters with, it really is like you're in a foxhole. Yeah, now if I worked in a fucking office with somebody two desks down for me, that guy ain't coming over to my house. And no, me. I gotta go. My yeah. kids, my soccer, whatever. No, it's, it's, right. it's... I've had cooks, like, leave their own family on their birthdays to come fucking help me out oh, for, like, yeah. an hour. Because it's, totally. they, they, they know it. They get it. And I still have guys today that I worked with yeah. in the trenches that left the business and who's working on, like, a train line or whatever and who's doing yeah. this or They'll always drop everything to help you out. Absolutely. I have guys that are working for ICE right now, and they wish that they were working in the restaurant. But but only because... I'm sorry I I interrupted your bullshit, like, conversation before about whatever you're talking about, but, like, I kind of got bored and I kind of lost it. Um, Like, whatever you're talking about before, I'm sorry, but I really want to really, anybody that doesn't know us, that, like, isn't a regular on your program who wants to be on Hell's Kitchen or Cutthroat Kitchen, I really want them to know what the culinary life is like. And that's why I, I interrupted you. I'm really sorry, right. but well, I really think it's it so important. Right. Exactly. So important. Well, having said that, we're down to our final minutes of the show. We definitely love all you guys. I got to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go watch them. Yeah, we got it. It's time. It's time to end it and call it. Lou, we love you. And you you gotta, if you want to book a party, you gotta go to Chef Lou at Colony Hall in Staten Island. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a great giant hall with a stage, and hopefully, we're gonna do uh, that crab cake thing there. uh, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And email me at dmvjessica at gmail.com. Jessica at gmail.com for any catering order and definitely for the crab cake thing. I'm down. (laughs) Yeah, she she is the greatest chef in the Department of Motor Vehicles ever. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I Boy, not DMV. (laughs) Oh, all right. DMV. Yes. DMV. We want no, to thank Doan, Chef Doan yes. from uh, Ulysses. Martin Ulysses Wine. Our great Bright. Peggy Bright, who's always been a great guest and hooked us up with a lot of people. And Philomena, I want to thank Annette for calling Annette, Chef Lou. Always you. a pleasure because you just entertain the hell out of us. We love it. Yes. Uh, Chef Jess, same thing. You're always a great caller. Thank you yes, so Jess, much. you are fucking awesome. We love you. you Never are. not call in. <laughs> but in, in, this is how I feel right now. Here we go. This is how I, this is not going away, so. Bombadida, 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 Sing a song and sing about sunny weather. Two, 